0: Greetings, Padawans, and welcome to the archives. Here to unlock this holocron is the man of the hour, Jedi Master, SoTico. Bosha! What is good, guys? It is your boy, Sotiko, and we are back on the block today for some Star Wars podcasting. Today is... Star Wars Podcast Day That's pretty fun That's pretty fun Today is Star Wars Podcast Day And we will be celebrating with Episode 25 of The Archives Podcast I am your host, Sotico. This is The Archives Podcast And today we have a Chalked Full episode for you gonna be talking all about the Mandalorian season 1 two, Book of Boba Fett Mandalorian season 3 talking about the Gina Carano lawsuit giving some nuclear hot takes and we have five galactic dispatches in our mailbag segment this is going to be a fun episode, and to kick it off, we're going to do something a little bit different than normal. I hope that's okay with you guys. We're going to do something a little bit different than normal. I just got some Amazon packages, and I'm really excited for these. I'm really excited for these. So as you know, I've been trying my best to to stay organized, stay on a, a nice little A nice little schedule, a nice little schedule, but I felt like I could be even more organized. I felt like I could be even more organized. So I was like, hey, so Tebow, let's, let's change it up a little bit change it up a little bit. Let's invest in ourselves. Let's invest in the content. We got a nice Amazon package here for us. I got a Snapchat from my lovely Mrs. And we are ready to open this bad boy up. Alright, so. Main event right here. Main event right here. My cats will love playing in that box. all getting recycled anyways it's all good oh this isn't the main event where is this oh yeah it is very cool very cool I'll I'll be honest this is not what I was expecting it's not what I was expecting but it's going to do the job not what I was, it's not what I was expecting, but it's gonna do the job. Oh, they're magnets. right, okay. I'm probably just gonna end up hanging these up, but we have a monthly, monthly schedule whiteboard, and then a weekly, a weekly planner whiteboard, which will greatly help my... productivity my organization and yeah i'm really excited to have these along with it came some whiteboard markers and we got an eraser kind of looks like a really thick dog bone we're happy about it we're really happy about it and we got some cool colors we got blue orange a really light purple we got a gray and then a pink uh, so some cool colors you, you have to admit some cool colors and what's nice what's nice is we'll be able to convert this into a well, like a give back board you know People who subscribe to me, people who gift subs, people who donate can get their name on here. And that's what we're going to start off this podcast doing, because you guys have been showing so much love and support that I want to directly, directly put it right back to you guys. And then this bad boy, this bad boy right here. Another thing I'm pretty hyped for. Another thing that'll help with productivity and organization. <coughs> Ooh, we got two. I was not expecting two. Please carefully remove the plastic wrap. It's in Mandarin. Yeah. essentially it's a it's a memo it's for memos peel it like that there and yes stick it on the back of your monitor and then you apply sticky notes post-it notes. It works out. Helps you follow along with what you're working on. Didn't know it was a two-pack. So we can put one up top and one on the side. Uh, actually, that's probably not a good spot for it. Hmm. Can always do. We'll double dip it. We'll put it on the back of the other one. I like that. We got some decent coverage now. Some really decent coverage. Yeah, I like that. Cool, cool, cool. Beautiful. So, really excited to to get into this. Super hyped. clear off the whiteboard that we're using at the moment. And we already have a few names that we're gonna throw on here. We have a few names that we're gonna throw on here. And we do have a few colors disposal as well so green I'm gonna do for uh, nice nice donations um, blue for subscriptions and then black for channel memberships so we have a few names to already put on here Name number one, Shabo RL, who I believe has gifted the most subs on this channel. Name number two, Ziskeg, who I believe is the longest tenured sub. I already messed up and did the wrong color. That's funny. Blue is sub. We have, uh, my my boy hen dude, 27. Of course, we have It's Bonnie Blue. We got Mundane Tactics. And then in black, we have my boy Doom. My boy mace forty seven we got oh, let's let's pull up our channel memberships real quick. See who's the longest tenured cause we have some guys, you know. We've got some guys. appreciate you guys so much. Brian Thomas, my frickin' boy. 22 months. We have Jacob Blust. Also Tico, shout out also Tico Uh monot- Monotonous Origins, which is mundane again. And then, as far as donations go, we have three guys that have uh, donated some pretty crazy money. Number one is Wolverine Andrew. Number two is my boy Johan Benjamin. Number three is my boy Jay Drunk. Three PO and number four, we'll put my boy Jack Fuchen McGinnis. So big shout out to you guys! Almost a full whiteboard. I appreciate you guys so much. You guys are awesome. You guys are literally changing my life and. I couldn't thank you guys enough, genuinely. Couldn't thank you guys enough. Appreciating my content, helping create more content, like, you guys are some real ones. And it goes without saying. I want to get a nice little picture. Beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah, and you guys are just... You guys are just the goats. You guys are just the goats. We've been doing bits. We've been doing some serious numbers on YouTube Shorts as well. So, huge thank you guys for rocking with the content. Supporting the content. And... Doing literally, you guys do the Lord's work. You guys do the Lord's work. Um, we've put out one, two, three, three shorts in the past day. One... We've, yeah, we've been doing really good numbers on some of our shorts, you know, hitting mid-2000s on the views. Uh, we're trying to scrape over the... Th- oh, we do have a 3000. We do have a 3000. I'm trying to hit more 3000s for sure. Um, yeah, guys. Just having a whole lot of fun. You guys have made making content so easy. And... Lord knows I appreciate it so much. You guys are the best, and I'm really excited moving forward to uh, keep making this content, keep keep doing stuff for you guys because it's a symbiotic relationship. You know, we make content together, we make uh, these live streams happen, we make the gaming streams happen, and you can't can't be. Can't be more grateful. Can't be more grateful. So, I do kind of want to fill in a little bit of this calendar, even though we are a, a week into February now. Um, I do kind of want to fill this in and just kind of briefly chat about what our plans are for this month um, and plan some content with you guys as we kick off the podcast episode this is the archives podcast i am your host Sotico, and i do appreciate each and every single one of you guys and we're gonna have a good time we're gonna have a really good time did you guys know it's a it's a leap year it's crazy it's been like four years since the last leap year but i guess that's how it works Um, yeah, we're gonna fill in this content calendar real quick and talk about some videos that I do want to make, do want to put out, and some stuff that I'd like to, like to get done for you guys. More importantly, this is, it's more so about my book because my book right now is taking precedent to everything but at the same time I do want to have a good amount of content for you guys to enjoy as I'm doing the book and I like that we've sort of integrated the book into content uh podcasts should be purple pp you know And I like doing these live shows. I think we're gonna I think we're gonna stick with the live shows as much as we can. And we'll only record episodes if we need to essentially like not if I'm not able to do a live show, I'll record an episode episode. Um But, I really enjoy these live shows because if you guys come in here, you're asking questions, we're having a good conversation, we're having fun, it makes it that much more enjoyable to do the show. Um, so if you guys do have any questions, comments, I will get to them as soon as they come. Um, but every Wednesday we're looking to do the live podcast, I think that's a... Wednesdays are a good day. There's no football. Uh, I don't even believe it's an NBA day. It's really just, you know, Wednesday. And then the live show comes out on the Wednesday. And then I would say on Friday, we'll push it to the... The feeds, you know, the Spotify's, the Amazons, the Apple Music's, etc. We'll push it to the feeds. Uh, That way, you're encouraged if you do want to hear it live time, get a live reaction. It uh, it's best to be in the live show. And Star Wars shows drop on Wednesdays. You know, technically Tuesday at 9 p.m., but technically schmecknically, you know, that's what I always say. Technically schmeck schmeckly. Um now writing writing streams, writing writing red writing red. So, we need to space out these writing streams as much as we can. Um Tuesdays have been the like quote unquote end of I work Monday Tuesday off Wednesday Thursday Friday so I'm thinking Tuesdays and Fridays we do writing streams Tuesdays and Fridays do writing streams um which works which works and then i think maybe every third writing stream we edit or we do some sort of art every third just so we can, uh, we can space it out. Not space it out, but just work on stuff, you know, <laughs> just work on stuff. But, oh, frick. We are doing a writing stream tonight because I didn't do one last night because I was just exhausted and I was going to, but I was looking at my computer. And I'm like, damn, it's 1130. I should probably go to the gym. So, I went to the gym. Been working on my VO2 max. Hello, it's Bonnie Blue. We were just talking about ya. Cause you... Have made... The whiteboard. You've made the whiteboard for your 12 month subscriptions. Hopefully you're doing well, hon. Um... We're planning some content. I have my new... My new calendar. My new whiteboard. So we're planning some content. Before we get into the swing of things in the podcast. But... Um, yeah, I think... Three streams a week is really optimal. Plus, you know, those are just the scheduled ones. You'll, you'll for sure get more streams as we go. And I believe on my schedule, I have a Twitch stream on Saturday and Sunday anyways. So you're getting Twitch streams as well, um, which I'll write down. So five streams a week. That's not terrible. <laughs> That's not terrible. That's some pretty good content. And, and and it's been working out as well. We've been having a really good time on streams. Um, hanging out. I feel like the energy is always good. I feel like the vibes are always pretty high. So... Yeah, much appreciated, much obliged to you guys for always bringing the, the energy, always bringing the, the fun, especially the regulars. You know, the regulars, the mundanes, the It's Bonnie Blues always coming in and making fun of me. I appreciate you more than you ever, ever know. Um, I do want to now vid EO, vid EO. Video, 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 video. We'll do blue for videos, I guess. Um,. Now for this month, for this month, my next miscellaneous Monday is going to be the 12th. I really want to do a meditation video. I really want to do a meditation video. Um, we also need to record some new gaming videos which we can definitely do now the fan fiction and lore video for this this week up or I guess this Friday um let's go to the let's go to the google sheets let's see what we got we have a video ideas list We did Shadow of the Sith book review. We did the Star Wars tier list. Rex, you're in violation of Order 66. We just did a tier list too as well. So maybe we do a top, a top 10 list or a what if. And I've been thinking about this one for a while. What if... Mace Windu turn to the dark side. So maybe we do that one. We'll do we'll do Mace Windu's video this Friday. And next Friday, if we just did a if we just did a tier list and a what if, let's do a lore video, and we'll do force ghosts. That's a great idea. Been talking about it. We did talk about it on the podcast last week as well. Um, Mindful Monday, exactly, exactly. A little bit of meditation, you know. A little bit of meditation. I think it'd be really fun. I think it'd be really fun. Let's see. Now for the next Miscellaneous Monday, I'll put a poll up, see what people would like. For the next Fan Fiction Friday, what kind of what kind of video would you want to see, hun? Like what? What kind of video would you click on? Genuinely, I'm curious. Well, Luke and Leia. Luke and Leia mundane with the prime sub you are also on the list mundane you are also on the list you're on the list twice dog you're on the list twice I'm not sure what kind of video I could do with my cats though <laughs> I'm not sure what kind of video I want I could do with my cats Um, we could film that crystals video if you wanted to do that. We could definitely sit down and film that crystals video. Um. Oh, we could do that. We could do that. What made... episode one. Oh, ASMR. I got you. I can do an ASMR. <laughs> what about you, mundane? What kind of video would you want to click on? Cause uh, I'll let you pick the miscellaneous Monday video for the 26th of this month. What, what kind of video would you want to watch? It could literally be anything, could literally be anything. could do that, could do that, in general, let's see, yeah, we just need to fill in this last Monday slot, and then we'll be ready to rumble, um, life of grand fatigues, it's really easy, My life is super easy. Um, I wake up. The first thing that I do is I make sure my AirPods haven't disappeared. I take my eye mask off. I grab my phone. I text my future wife. Tell her good morning. See what Snapchats and messages she's left me overnight. Um, Get up, stand up out of bed. Go brush my teeth. Splash water on my face. Um, Ask myself if I'm hungry enough for breakfast. If not... I... Go back to bed, grab a book. I read for about 30 minutes. If I'm not reading a book and I'm listening to a book, I'll listen to my audiobook for 30 minutes or an hour. Um, sometimes I fall back asleep because I'm so comfortable. And my cat's cuddling me. Hop up, see what kind of content I could work on. Maybe check out my book for a bit. See what the boys are up to. Check my emails. Check my channel analytics. I don't schedule tweets, but I draft tweets. Because I don't know how to schedule tweets. On, uh, on mobile. Um think of video ideas. Check in with Galaxy of Heroes. Make fun of this keg cuz he's a big dumb idiot. But that sub badge that you have is so sick. Yo Keg, hop in the call, bro. Hop in the call. Let's talk some Star Wars. Come hang out. Um Yeah, make a video get that ready to go continue to text my missus get ready for work go to work come home from work and then I either stream or go to the gym I live a very easy life I live a very easy life I don't uh, I don't do buck wild stuff I'm not on social media too much really easy guy and a, and a good friend I'm a great friend um so that's a day in the life of Grandpa Zeke that's a day in the life of Grandpa Zeke um Let's do a, let's do a collection video on that Monday. A Star Wars collection video. Show off my room, my books, my my backdrop that you can really only see a little bit of anyways. Um, do a collection video. You know what they call a zizkeg? They call him professional ducker. They call him professional Ducker. Because all he does is duck. Quack, quack. Is this good? Quack, quack. But yeah, that's that's our monthly schedule right there. Already planned out. I got to figure out how I'm going to set these up. Because I didn't know they were magnetic. I thought they were hangable. But they're magnetic. So I got to figure these out um and i also have to do my weekly planner i'll this will be more for like my real life stuff not my content but yeah and we have our brand new post-it notes this is the miami collection pretty sick and that'll go on my memo board um so if i'm sitting here thinking of something something i want to put in my book write it down boom Really cool. Basically, just been trying to enhance my organization. Organization, discipline, and self-love. Right? Self-love. That's been my my keys of the year so far. And I feel like I'm doing a pretty good job doing a pretty good job I cried yesterday I got to cry yesterday that was pretty cool we also got new new pens we got some some more G2 pilots because they were out of my preferred pen which is the the Pentel EnerGels yeah sorry now, after a 38-minute introduction, let's talk some Star Wars. Welcome to episode 25 of the Archives Podcast, reminding you I am Sotiko. This is a solo show, and we are very happy to have you. Make sure to like, subscribe, subscribe. Leave a five-star review, whatever you're listening on. And if you're in the chat... If you're in the Twitch chat, I implore you... Ask any question Star Wars-related or non-Star Wars-related. And I will hone in on it and do my best to give you a valid answer. Um, to those of you who are... Fans of the podcast, you know that we like to have fun, we like to enjoy ourselves, and more than anything, we like to carry good vibes, so I do ask that you keep things within good vibes only. So to kick things off, let's talk about The Mandalorian, and specifically season one of The Mandalorian. I'm gonna talk about some things that I liked, some things that I disliked, and some things that I'd that I would change. Now, if we put on we put on our 2020 shades and we think back to what life was really like in in that time, because I believe that's what did it come out in 2019? Twenty twenty. Twenty nineteen. November twelfth, twenty nineteen. Okay. Was it eight episodes? It was. The last episode was December 27th 2019 really weird drop order really weird drop order but it, it perfectly fine very fun um, episode one of the Mandalorian is called chapter one of the Mandalorian it was directed by Dave Filoni it was written by Jon Favreau and It was a very fun episode. It was a very fun episode. It introduced us to, at that time, his name was Mando. And he was a very fun, interesting, dynamic character that I felt like had the craziest potential. the craziest potential i felt as if we were genuinely getting a a western style show which i believe that there was a space for i believe that there was a space for i think you could have done A very very centralized show genuinely based around bounty hunting but what season one did so well is it took someone who was quite literally just a, a low a lowly bounty hunter just an average bounty hunter and they turned him into a character that people really cared about They turned him into a character that people were invested in. They turned him into a character that people were coming back week after week to watch. Of course, they had baby Yoda that people loved, that people thought was so cute. But there's only so much that something like that can keep you enthralled. You know, you could be in a relationship with the hottest person but if they don't have the mind the sense of humor the empathy the personality the love to match it not only are they just shallow but you are too therefore you need that perfect combination of a beautiful story great acting great choreography great pacing great visuals fantastic directing excellent writing and that's what you get within season one of the mandalorian you know off rip it's not just going to be a one season show because it was originally slated as a two-season show, and that was it. They're going to see how truly popular the show got and go from there. But The Mandalorian, two seasons were guaranteed because they filmed the two seasons relatively close-knit. And the thing that I loved about The Mandalorian was how well it flowed from season to season. And this is not talking about Season 3 of The Mandalorian either. Um, This is just Seasons 1 and 2. As you guys know, I'm not the biggest fan of Season 3 of The Mandalorian for a multitude of reasons. A multitude of reasons. The reasons why I just gave that season one was so beautiful, are the reasons why season three is so shallow. There's nothing there. You're having a conversation with a brick, and it feels extremely disjointed. You know, when we all grew up on Thanksgiving, you pull out the wishbone. The wishbone is... Two bones connected to one. That's what season one and season two of the Mandalorian are. Season one and season two of the Mandalorian are the wishbone. Season three is like the pelvis. It's like it's like the person that wanted to do the wishbone, but wasn't invited to do it. Wasn't asked to do it. That's what season three feels like. It's disjointed... It doesn't flow well it doesn't have great pacing it's all over the place and it doesn't really tell a story it doesn't really tell a story that coincides with season one and season two season one of the mandalorian introduced us to some beautiful characters one of which i do want to say a uh tragic passing Someone that I feel like has been instrumental in the lives of almost any masculine boy in the past 20, 30, 40, 50 years, and that's Carl Weathers. Whether you saw him as Apollo Creed in the Rocky series, whether you saw him in The Terminator or whether you were introduced to him as Grief Karga in The Mandalorian. Carl Weathers has consistently filled a a role and played a part that has been inspirational to almost every single masculine male that has ever came across his movies apollo creed was one of the best characters of all time grief karga is such a brilliant bounty hunter such a brilliant character as we all have heard and we all know about bounty hunting we never in a million years thought of who's the guy that runs this joint who's the guy that runs this thing and to see him in season one of the Mandalorian as the, basically the manager, the, the GM of the guild was really cool to see. So huge shout outs, Carl Weathers, his family, his fans, his friends that are going through this really tough time right now. Loss as is, is a tricky tricky obstacle to climb over because you kind of don't get any time to climb over it because the world is just gonna keep going and all you want to do is just press pause or rewind go back to a time when that loss didn't happen and I know personally losing family members losing friends losing best friends you know that time is the one asset the one currency that we will never get back and that's one of the reasons why i changed my content because why would i want to keep doing content that i wasn't growing with i wasn't happy with i wasn't proud of and most importantly i wasn't enjoying Switching to Star Wars content, switching to men's mental health content, switching to me content has been a tenfold in terms of my happiness, my satisfaction, and most importantly, my enjoyment. Because if you're not enjoying what you're doing, it becomes a job. It becomes an obligation. When you're enjoying what you're doing... It becomes a pastime and that's what this is for me i love it so much i uh, i probably will be taking a, a a break from the star wars universe as soon as i'm done with my book but um in the in the time being i'm having so much fun and i can't thank you guys enough for the seamless transition from such polar opposite contents you know what's up mj how you doing buddy if you want to hop in the call and talk about it feel free brother but hope you and your family are doing well um mj asked am i with disney or with gina we'll get to that in like two minutes we'll get to that in like two minutes um But another character that The Mandalorian Season 1 introduced to us was, of course, Cara Dune, who is the cover star of this thumbnail of this podcast. And that is for obvious reasons. Um, But Cara Dune was my favorite thing coming out of Season 1 of The Mandalorian because my sister is a really big Star Wars fan. My niece loves Star Wars, and I just, in the past, how old is she, I think she's 15 months old, 15 months ago I was blessed with another niece, you know, I I really want to be a girl dad, that's always been one of my wants out of life, is I really want to be a girl dad, I have a, a beautiful, I have a beautiful partner that has dreams and aspirations that I want to help grow and cultivate. I have an amazing mother, a beautiful grandmother, really great aunts, fabulous cousins, My one of my best friends ariana is very talented and she's gonna be an absolute superstar so it's important for me to see strong developed well-written female characters in content and especially in ips that are the size of star wars you know star wars is universal star wars is worldwide it transcends language it transcends hate it transcends fear Star Wars is the biggest intellectual property in the entire world. It's bigger than the Super Bowl. It's bigger than the World Cup. It's bigger than sports. And I think that means something. That means something. When there's 8 billion people on the wo- on the planet, and 5 billion people have a connection to Star Wars, I think it means something. So... It's important to see strong, developed, well-written female characters. And I don't think there's a stronger, more well-developed and well-written female character in cinema than Leia Organa, than Padme Amidala, than Cara Dune. Kara Dune was the epitome of a, a strong, well written female character. She was the only female in her old, no, New Republic Ranger battalion. She was the only female, and she ended up leading the whole damn thing. So it was really important to see a character of that magnitude, of that strength, of that stature. Gina Carano, who portrayed Cara Dune, is a beautiful lady. She's a beautiful lady, and she's legit. She was a mixed martial arts fighter. Professional mixed martial arts fighter, one of the pioneers of the sport. And to see such a well-written character... Week in and week out. With such a dope story. Great acting. Was written sensationally. It was refreshing. It was refreshing. And I know I forgot the ninth sister. I know I forgot the ninth sister, but. You know what I mean, bro. You mean. You know what I mean bro I really Really enjoyed How Cara Dune Was able to become What Bo-Katan was in season 3 She was Din Djarin's running mate You know they had really good chemistry, which is, I think it speaks volumes that they had such great chemistry when Pedro Pascal wasn't even in the suit. How crazy is that? We don't even we don't even stomach that. She was talking to a different stunt guy every episode that she was in she was there's no shot that that gets taken for granted there's no shot because that was such an important season because it was the first Disney Plus show and Cara Dune was a big part of season one being such a success of course there was a high production value the visual effects were immaculate i think the show looked great it looked perfect in my eyes it didn't have that weird new age look of cinema of tv shows it didn't have that weird new look and there's perfectly blended nostalgia Perfectly blended nostalgia. Whether it was the stormtroopers, whether it was the Empire, whether you're shown species that we've seen before, pot like little cameos here or there, Easter eggs. It wasn't in our face. It wasn't in our face. I think the storyline and the portrayals of the characters was flawless. I think the storyline of saving the child, of bounty hunting, of Din Djarin, and the Mandalorian sacrificing themselves for Din Djarin. I think it was such a great season. You can't forget the inclusion of baby yoda the first time seeing him use the force for the first time i guess it's like how do you like that he has three fingers doing the force the little do do the magic hand thing baby (laughs) so much fun and of course rest in peace to ig 11 sacrificed himself for the the clan absolutely beautiful what i disliked was the speed at which mando's armor was finished but i mean it's such a nitpicky thing it's part of the story he won a big prize he got a whole lot of beskar and decked out his armor i thought originally seeing him when he did the the shoulder at first i thought he was going to put a new piece on with each bouncy that he collected i feel like that would have been a really cool way to do it make a name for himself and then the empire comes calling be like hey we need someone of your status like you're top of the guild you're mandalorian Maybe they rushed that a little bit. They could have filled his armor out a bit and then hit us with the ultimate storyline. Maybe like four more episodes, make it a 12 episode series. Give us four episodes where he's just bounty hunting, collecting Beskar, learning something new about Mandalorians each episode. That would have been pretty cool. I also didn't like the prison breakout. I just, uh, that, smooth sailing, smooth sailing, smooth sailing, lightning strikes, rogue waves, black skies, and then all of a sudden, you're through the storm. I think that's the worst part about this, the acting, the writing for the acting, but it was cool to see Bill Burr. It was really cool to see Bill Burr. Um, which I'm gassed about. You know, I always like to see my boy, Bill Burr. My missus got me this. Oh, we looked it up last night. You remember what this is called, babe. I know it's La... With a B. La... Labandon, labandonite? Labandonite? L- labradorite. Labradorite. It's a labrat- labradorite crystal shaped into the mandalorian's helmet and it looks sick. It looks sick. I have this by my bed. Um it is really cool. It helps an individual regain energy while aiding the body and spirit in healing itself because my girlfriend knows I am always so sore. I'm always so sore. I'm a tall geezer. I'm an athletic geezer. I get after it. You know? I get after it. I wouldn't say I'm built like a brick shit house, but... I'm a big lad. I'm filled out pretty well. I feel pretty good usually. So... I'm getting after it. Whether I'm playing sports. Whether I'm running down my nephew. Babysitting. Or just working, you know, long eight-hour serving shifts. Like, I get after it, man. I love lifting weights. It's my favorite. My girlfriend always gives me so much... So much banter by calling me old man, by calling me grandpa, which I told her, like, you can call me whatever you want, but you're the one that's got to take care of me when we're 90, you know? but no i just it's cool i really enjoy it it's one of my favorite things in my entire room and it's it just goes to show like when people love you they will go to the ends to make you happy like my girlfriend loves crystals And they mean a lot to her. It's one of her favorite hobbies. One of her favorite collections. And the fact that she got me something that she loves. But it's to do with me because it's a Star Wars thing. That makes it even more special. You know. I give her her flowers all the time. You guys know it. I love her to death, and I'm gonna spend the rest of my life loving her to death. She's the best. Gen- I found my person, bro. I'm so happy. <laughs> I I could die tomorrow, and I'd die a happy man. Genuinely, but it's it's such a sick it's such a sick little rock. Then we have the Mandalorian season two, which. <sighs> I I loved. I loved. It has a bit of a... eh. It has a bit of a questionable story. But we're going to talk about that. So, let's work backwards. What I didn't like versus what I liked. What I didn't like was Moff Gideon's purpose. I feel like his... Objective. his end goal shouldn't have been a secret. We should have known what was happening, what he was aiming for because clear and concise storytelling, telling me what you want, what you're gaining, what you're going after. Tell me that early so I can keep connecting the dots of what you're doing. I want to know what you're going to be doing. That's a story. We're being told the story. It's being told to us in the present about the past so the story's already done and in Star Wars, it is a, a fat story a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. So I want to know the motivations of the characters before I know what's going to happen in the story. So with Moff Gideon, we don't exactly know what he wants, but we put the pieces together and realize he's trying to do some cloning. He's trying to clone Grogu. And there's Dr. Kershing. It's all really fun. But we don't know what his purpose is until later on in the show where he kind of just breaks the fourth wall and says who he is and what he is doing. His name is Goss. I also didn't like the destruction of the Razor Crest. They did it to sell another lego which is a fine marketing thing it's a fine marketing thing it's cool i'm not mad about it i just really like the ship and when i talk about star wars i try and talk as in universe as possible i don't care about the stuff that's out of universe that's in our universe i like to speak inside of the dome of star wars I would have been devastated because I, I love history. I like classics. I like muscle cars. I like airplanes, old school stuff. And the Razor Crest kind of gave me the vibe of like a 1970s little crop duster plane, you know? Felt like it was so cool. It was his little house. And I felt like we could have got a Mandalorian video game with the Razor Crest as our, our ship. And that could have been the safe house. You land on a new planet. You go collect on some bounties. Go do some Red Dead Redemption online type stuff. And then you can upgrade your your speeder. Upgrade your guns, your equipment. Throw some in-app purchases in there. Boom. War game. We have... Jedi survivor I'd love a Mandalorian video game I would love a Mandalorian video game the first one you could focus on just Mando the second one you introduce uh you introduce Grogu as like a little playable character cause in the first in the first season he's really just in that little dome he's in that little ball in the third season bro's walking around that's pretty crazy But in season two, he's kind of mix and match. And in that kind of game, you can introduce like side characters. You could have Cara Dune in there. You could have Grief Karga, IG-11, Queel. Kind of like KOTOR where you have a little party system. You could do that with the Mandalorian game. I'm making million billion dollar ideas here for free, folks. So Disney, if you're watching this, Lucasfilm, if you're if you're coming across this, holla at your boy. I have a mind like no other. Holla at your boy. With the introduction of. Boba Fett into the Mandalorian. I was like, "Okay, we're building something here. We're building something here. Like this is going to be special. You got Boba Fett e- essentially passing the torch as the as the cool guy on uh, on campus to Mando. And I felt that was really sick. That was really cool. We got to in- See Ahsoka Tano for the first time in live action inside of this show. That's how big this show was. They introduced one of their biggest characters into live action in the show. We got to see Bo-Katan in live action and her friends. More grief, Karga. Grief Karga had that baby face turn late in season one. Now it's full baby face grief Karga. We had the new quest finding the jedi so he can finally take grogu back to his own kind and the character development of mando we he he matured he grew up with his new armor and his new responsibilities and friendships and cara dune grew into her character even more because she got to play it for a whole season before so she was getting used to it and now she flourished now she was about that she was moving around with good energy and i feel like the characters just did such a great job bill burr came back it was great it was such a great season and then at the end we get to see luke skywalker back in his prime so it was awesome i i loved it i had such a great time with it man Then we get the Book of Boba Fett, where this is the first one that I have more dislikes than likes. In the Book of Boba Fett, I'll start off briefly with the things that I like. Um, The character development slash context. We got to learn more about Boba. We got to learn more about Fennec Shand. Get to see what they're up to. Get to see what happened to Boba Fett after Return of the Jedi. Everyone thought he died. So it was cool to see. Boba became one with the Tuskins. You know, his whole life, he was seeking... In the flashbacks, you see that in, in his whole life, Boba Fett was seeking approval, seeking family, seeking his father, who was always on the move, always moving, always flying away. And then he died. And Boba Fett tried to replace that with dengar with aura Singh, and it just never clicked and this is the first time that it clicked where boba fett found family and he found family within the tuscans of the dune sea and i really liked that part i really liked that part i didn't like that it was flashback oriented i would have just had those episodes be what we saw and make the first season of book of boba fett about him re-establishing himself where you show the show from his point of view within his episodes in mando season two and then you finish off where he becomes the new major domo Daimyo, new daimyo Blacker Santin introduced into live action. Awesome. We know about him from the comics, from the books. It's cool to see him finally in live action. He looks sick. I also like that it was I'm a I'm a masculine male. I'm a dude. I like monster truck shows, and that's kind of what we got. There was just a lot of visuals that were implemented that had nothing to do with the actual show, but America, F yeah, you know? Garza Whip, Yeah. Slave One. Seismic Charge. Rancor. Luke Skywalker. Got to see some cool stuff. And we got to see Luke. Not just. Photoshopped over. But edited. Over. It was so good. It was so good. And those episodes could have really been the conclusion to season two of Mando. It could have. Or, or season three. It could have been the start of season three, which would have made more so much more sense with the time gap and everything, because it's a two-year gap. Man... would have made so much more sense you kind of have to watch those two episodes and then the start of season three you know what I mean we gotta gotta do some editing there Lucasfilm but you got to see a lot of wild stuff that really didn't have anything to do with the book of Boba vet what I disliked what I disliked The Mandalorian being there. Um... The story. The pacing. The... Ridiculous overacting. Ridiculous overacting. The speeder bike people. And... Grogu is an idiot who in their right mind picks being a Mandalorian over a Jedi. What? There was a whole war fought because of this. Good God. Grogu is an idiot. Season three of Mandalorian. I will start out with what I disliked. I dislike the Mandalorians. I dislike the clan that Din Djarin is forever associating himself with. Because those are his people, you know? And I very much dislike the adage, this is the way. I think it's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. I think it's overused. I see it used way too often. Cut it out. The bird. The big pterodactyl. I didn't like that. It was not good. There was not character development. Character devolvement. Din Djarin devolved as a character. He became way too enthralled with rejoining his clan that he kind of forgot what he was doing. And now he's not even a bounty hunter. He's specifically a Mandalorian. Like, they're back into their culture. They're back into their culture. I disliked... The Guns for Hire episode. I think there's way too much nostalgia baiting. I didn't like... I did not like seeing Jack Black or Lizzo. I feel like they they take you out of it. You need to stay in it. I hated the story. I felt like they kind of forgot that Din is supposed to be afraid of droids. And... They forgot... Didn't like the pacing of it. I felt like the pacing was radically stale. And more importantly, we didn't know where the hell we were going. Because none of the story went together. It was very disjointed. Didn't make a whole lot of sense. There was a whole lot of filler that just turned out to be a waste. I didn't like the armorer. I think she's getting even stale. We need more character development for the armorer she is well too stale and they they're using her as a important character but we're not getting anything from her and the choreography i felt like was bad but it is what it is i I couldn't care less now about this gina carano lawsuit i don't want to say too much about it because I don't want to get political or anything, but I think that we should all have the right of freedom of speech, and we should also have the right to distance ourselves from people if it's proving to be a tricky situation even if it's not even their fault even if it's not even their fault but you have to do things fairly you have to do things right and I don't think that Disney was fair firing Gina Carano at all i feel like it was it was a time move it was a times move and these times that's the kind of move that these companies make but what are you gonna do it's just how the world works it sucks so i i hope i hope the right thing happens with this lawsuit I hope we learn a little bit as people and just stop being so soft. (laughs) we got our galactic dispatches, our mailbag segment, five really good questions that I'm excited to answer. First one in from Rocky. What would happen in the original trilogy if Anakin didn't burn on mustafar well i think we'd get a much better lightsaber fight if anakin didn't burn i feel like it would be easier for luke to see goodness in his father he couldn't hide behind a mask And I feel like he would be much more inclined to join his father. So if Anakin didn't burn, I genuinely think Luke would have joined his father. And they would have destroyed the Emperor handedly. And then the galaxy would have been ruled under Vader. Which... I'm curious to see what would what it would have looked like. So, that's what I think would happen. From Anakin the Betrayer, what if Rey took Kylo's hand at the end of The Last Jedi? If Rey took Kylo's hand... Oh, man. I still think she would have brought him to the light because it wasn't like that decision wasn't that decision wasn't bearing that he was going to stay dark sighted. she was in love with Ben at that time She said it. She wanted to take his hand, Ben's hand. So she wanted to be with Ben. She wanted to join Ben. And he's in love with her. They're in love with each other the whole time. You kidding me? The whole time they're in love with each other. It's wild. There was no there was no moment really. in episode 7 that I ever would have thought that they were going to be love interests there's no moment felt like she would have hated him but I guess those forced face times rapidly increased that that love and when they touched for the first time that was it it was jover raylo is official ray was officially kylo's girlfriend in episode eight this is from joker why are you so opposed to disney making a what if series for star wars and this came from a comment i wanted to answer this one on the pod i'm so opposed to disney making a what if series for star wars because i think they just need to focus on making canon star wars i think there's so much stuff to make and save the what ifs for fans because that's what it is you can't you can't create what ifs as a company you need to create stuff to let us what if That's lazy. Create something new. Create something old. But don't make what ifs. This one's from Kenny Kane 23. What has been your favorite outside media like comics, books, audiobooks, or fan fiction for Star Wars? My favorite has been audiobooks. But I like reading books... I don't read comics, and I don't read fan fictions. I'll watch like a a fan fiction video, but I don't read fan fictions. It's a bit weird. (laughs) But I would say books. I've been reading some books. I have a whole stack going that I'm really excited to, to get into. And my favorite book, I want to say, was book one of the Bane trilogy, The Path to Darkness. Is that the book? Path to Darkness? Path of Destruction, Darth Bane. Really good book. I enjoyed it. Uh, Thrawn's really cool too and it is cool that Thrawn is only a book character um, outside of like Legends Thron is only a book character because canon Thron's a bit different than normal Thrawn but any of those I'd check out Last question of the pod. This is from Emma. Do you have any May the 4th plans? If not, would you be interested in live streaming that day? I checked. It's on a Saturday. Saturdays are usually my day off. So no plans. Um, I might watch some Eurovision semifinals with my missus. But no, no, May the 4th plans. I probably would live stream that day. So you just have to, you know, join the Discord. Join the Discord link in the description. It's the best place to talk to me, the best place to interact, hang out, find out when I'm live streaming, see when my videos go live, get links to all those. It's really seamless. I feel like if you want to be a fan of SoTico, being in the Discord is the the easiest way to do so. You can join the Archives Podcast Discord. Best place to talk to me about Star Wars. Best place to leave your galactic dispatches if you're not uh, in the live streams and you're listening on Spotify, Amazon, Apple Music, Spreaker, iHeartRadio, and wherever you get your podcasts at. But I do want to say thank you to each and every one of you that have came through, coming through the live stream, coming through the recording, and listening to episode 25 of the Archives podcast. Let me know how you feel about the content we described today. If you have any segments that you want us to cover, hit us up in the comments or on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at SoTico and Star Wars T A P. And don't forget to always tap in. Have a good one.